Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of In Other Words with Danielle and Zara. So this is a podcast where we talk about a wide variety of different subjects, from book recommendations to sustainability. So in other words, we talk about all the things. All the things. All of them. All of them. Okay, so a very happy season four premiere to you, Danielle. And to you, Zara. It has been, I feel like... Yeah, we can't tell the people how long it's been because I don't even know. (laughs) It's been, I think, since we last recorded an episode, barring the one that we're deleting, (laughs) I think it's been over two months, right? Yes, and we don't know exactly when this is going to come out, but we just like to leave the people wanting more. I've actually had two messages asking when the the season is going to premiere. Yeah, I think, I I feel like we should, yeah, I feel like we should release soon. Can't keep Janie Maria waiting forever. I don't know what she's going to do with herself. (laughs) She's probably just been knitting. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I feel like today's episode. episode might be a bit of a downer. For me personally. Yeah, yeah. So basically what we're going to do is we're just kind of going to catch you up on what the last couple of months have been like for us. I don't think there have been major changes, but I think people might just relate, if anything, to a lot of what we're going to say. So yeah, yeah, we hope you enjoy and interact with us. But yeah, we're just going to be chatting Mm -hmm. about ourselves because we're so self-centered. We are self-centered. And that's okay. I mean, you have to be a little bit self-centered to have a podcast, to be honest. Exactly. <laughs> I actually only listen for your voice, Danielle. Don't worry. Thank you. I hate listening to myself, personally. I think I sound like an idiot. I sound yeah. like everything I say is a complaint. That's how I feel like I no, sound. No, you don't. You don't. Also, a certain someone in my life told me that I read like a grade five at a nice Deadford. So it's okay. I've become very insecure, but I have a podcast with people who listen. So who's really yeah. the user? But I told you, only the best grade five readers get sent to Eisteddfurt. Exactly. So you're the best in your class, Sarah. Good job. I am. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think I came first in grade five overall, even. Really? Of course you did. Yeah. That is like such a Zara thing to do. Yeah. Guys, I came first in grade one. <laughs> No, I'm not. Like at what? Learning to read. <laughs> yes, I was reading Biff, Chip, and Kipper. Like you don't understand. Sure, I'm very proud of you. Thank okay. you. Okay, Danielle, update me. Okay. Tell me about life. Tell me about you. Lessons you're learning. All the things. I'll try. So for me, the past few months have been pretty bad in terms of motivation to do work so Mm -hmm. if you're a new listener or you just don't pay attention to me I am doing my master's (laughs) in political science and basically I don't have classes of just writing a thesis so it's all just stuff from my own brain you know and obviously like articles and books and stuff but all my ideas are my own and motivation is my own I'd have Basically, no ha- deadlines except have... for when I have to hand in my thesis. Yeah. How often do you meet with a supervisor? Um, I try to meet, like, fairly regularly. But, I mean, she was on leave okay. for the past, like, month or so. Um, mm-hmm. Which is good for her, but not good for me. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Kidding. I probably wouldn't have done much work anyway. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, the amount of self-doubt that I feel, and I think that is ultimately where my lack of motivation comes from. It's like yeah. just self-doubt because I'm like, oh my gosh, my thesis topic sucks. I can never write a thesis about this topic. And then, mm. it, then I literally don't even want to look at what I have written already. Because, I mean, I have like a whole research proposal, which is basically like essentially the first chapter and I'm busy finishing up the first chapter now. And for a while, I was like, I can't even read what I've written because I just know that it sucks and I have to change my topic. And anyway, Aww. and then I actually did read it. And I was like, oh, it's, it's actually not, not so that bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, you need that just to kind of like get out of the immediate moment. Yeah. Kind of look back and you realize, wow, not so bad. It's not that bad. Yeah. And that's a, a good thing because I think if I had to change my topic now, I would absolutely pass away um <laughs> we are halfway through the year yes halfway through yes. the year more than halfway through the year um Gosh. but yeah I think that's just been a, a difficult thing for me and then obviously I could affect everything else because I have my internships on like Mondays and Thursdays and then if I have to do something at home then I'll do it at home as well but most of the time when I'm at home I want to be doing my thesis but then I'm so yeah. like unmotivated and like I feel so gross about my thesis that I end up just doing nothing. Yeah, I get if you. If my boss is listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do Shame. I do do my work when I have to. Um, yes. But yeah. I know oh, exactly so what difficult. you mean. I was actually thinking about it and I wonder, and I'd be interested to know what people think and like what studies show now, because since the pandemic, a lot of people haven't even gone back to work um like the whole nature of work has changed like in some countries yeah. they're moving down to like a four-day week and yeah. I have a friend of mine who goes in twice a week um and like I know someone who's like a big-time lawyer and he only goes in twice a week now and does everything mm. else from home and I find that like before I think especially when you're in school um there's constantly stuff happening and sometimes it was nice to just be able to do things at my own pace yeah. But now, when that's become the norm, I feel like it is really difficult to find self-motivation. Mm. So yeah. I don't really know what the remedy is for that. I will say that I don't think the like five-day work week from like nine to five or for many people like from nine to six or eight to five or I don't know, whatever hours you work. I don't think that's the way to go, to be honest. I think... Yeah. You know, that's like pretty sucky. And I think yeah. if I had to drive to town every single day, I would die. The traffic okay. sucks and it takes up two plus hours of my day, you know? Yeah. I think the and only way the traffic is, good. is kind of like manageable is if you're listening to, in other words, while you drive. Mm. Exactly. Otherwise, it's depressing. Too yeah, bad, I will in say... other words, can't pay my fuel prices. Do you know that I actually had that on my list of things, my catch-up list? Really petrol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guys, it is unacceptable. It's unbelievable. Like, I think our biggest age gap of people listening is age 18 to 22. And I think at that age, some people are probably paying for their petrol and some people are probably, because they're studying, their parents are still paying for their petrol. Yeah. Just en enjoy that. But it mm -hmm. has been so tough because I don't drive like to town twice a week like you do. But mm. the little distances it actually takes up add so much. up 
And I drive to Durban because all my friends just love me so much. They just want to visit me all of the time. And it is crazy. Like, bizarre to me. Mm-mm. So Terrifying. I don't know if that's hit Stupid Russia. It's hard, stupid Russia. Um, but, yeah, it's been quite a quite a train wreck. I actually have a question um, mm-hmm. for those who are kind of interested in this. You can skip over this part if this is completely boring to you. But you know that the government kind of did their best to keep petrol prices low by signing a couple of deals and stuff. Um, and they've done that because there were times where our petrol price would have been even Very more high. hectic than it's been. And so on the one hand, we get people complaining that the government should be doing better. But at the same time, they're putting things in place that's going to land us in debt as a country long term. So what do you think the remedy is there? Is it okay to like like put us in debt because it helps people now or have people not be able to get around now so that our country does not plummet further into economic crisis? I as think a, as political major, I want your answer. You're not an economics um, major, but just pretend. Not at all. Um, <laughs> well, I think the real option, and this is literally like not related this is neither of the options that you <laughs> talked about um, okay, i so think this is a big brain solution option. yeah i think the solution is to get public transport sorted out because true like if you think about all the people just for example driving into cape town every single day so you mm-hmm. have one person per car right imagine if you could have 50 of those people on a bus or on yeah. a train and instead we're having 50 people in 50 cars, you know, unless you're, like, wow. doing a yeah. carpool. But Which very people few people do. That. do. No, it's very difficult. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I think that, to me, seems like the best option, and maybe it's very idealistic. But, I mean, surely, surely I think, we can sort I think out. in a province like the one that you live in, like, that yes. could be a great priority. At the moment, we barely have roads that work. Yeah. So... You need roads that work to have transport that works. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Exactly. It's crazy. Almost every single day, there is like a major like crash or delay on the N3 between Peter Maritzburg and Durban. It is something of a ridiculous magnitude and it blows my mind. Mm. Anyways, I'm going to go home. Okay. Speaking of cars... Speaking I'll tell the cars. people about my recent situation. Please do. So I was in a car accident, which was quite bleak. I think especially what was really tough was it was two days after Sean had left. So he'd been here for three weeks and then the car accident Wait, pause. Happened. I think that's the first time you've said his name on this podcast. Really? Oh, I think you usually say your friend, your bestie. bestie. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Okay. So anyway, much. carry on. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been like over six months now, so it's fine. Uh, we hope it's gonna stick it's if fine. I don't get really, really like bored or annoyed, you know? Yeah. Um, but so yeah, it was two days after he left, and I was driving down my street, and a little boy didn't stop at a stop street, and so he essentially drove right into my car. And yeah, on so it took like, yes, in, on his bicycle. Yeah. Um, and oh, it was the most horrifying moment because 
I think you think that like it happened so fast, but it almost happened in slow motion because we literally locked eyes just before it happened and I just couldn't break in time. And so like the front bumper of my car, obviously that came off and then his wheel knocked my bonnet and then he went like through my, my whole windscreen shattered and then his head knocked the top of my car and he fell off the back and it was the most bizarre thing. And I just praise the Lord that he's okay. And it was like obviously quite a traumatic thing for him, probably. Um, oh, and 100. And for me, I will say though, I am very thankful for my brain because I've actually been okay. Um, mm. But something that I actually just want to share because it's so crazy to me is like this is the worst of the worst the worst of the worst but it was a really terrible thing to have to happen and I think mm. I'm like oh, really Lord like not a fun time like on a surface level I had my car serviced and that was a fun two and a half k two days before and oh my car's in an accident um but the thing that was so incredible is I don't know if the boy would have been okay if he didn't have his helmet on just because his head mm. had direct contact and he landed yeah. on his head and I'm just like thank sure. you Lord that he had his helmet on so like cyclists please stop at stop streets and have and wear a helmet on. oh my gosh but what was so amazing is obviously i jumped out of the car and ran to him and started screaming in fact the la one lady that was there she's like i don't think i've ever heard anyone scream that loudly it's like how did such a big voice come out of such a little body I'm like yeah, don't mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry it does have a very loud voice <laughs> i have a habit of saying important things really loudly but then some mm -hmm. important things really, really softly. Mm -hmm. So there's just no in-between. Um, no in-between. But what was so incredible is that, first of all, the weather was pretty decent, which is not always the case this side of the world. And it happened, I kid you not, right next to the police station. So the sure. first person who heard me scream that came running out was the lady who's literally head of the car accident department of the police station and then sure. the police officers that came out like they have all the ambulance details like their personal details of the paramedics so literally like they phoned personally and I just didn't have to like deal with any of that um which was fantastic and I'm very thankful but the one thing that I think was a lesson in here is people Make sure you know your emergency numbers because in that mm. moment, I just blanked and I was like, I don't know who the heck to call right now. I'm like, what is our emergency number? Because I feel like it's changed. What is it, Danielle? Isn't it? I don't know. I always knew the 10111. Yes. Is that not it? Yeah. I don't think so. Um, but what, so what oh, no. crazy? Yeah. What was crazy is like uh, for a second, like I was like, I, I don't know who to call. I don't know what to do. So I just started shouting. But I have my insurance app on my phone and you go into the app, you click emergency and it gives you all of them. So guys, yeah. download an app and be prepared for those mm -hmm. kinds of situations because I feel like I was not prepared. I, I was prepared in Allo for stop, drop and roll when there's a fire. <laughs> But other than that, nothing else really. Yeah. Um, I mean, how could yes. you be prepared for that though? Like, no, no. And like my so first concern was this little boy and I was like, I, yeah. 
But mm -hmm. yes, yeah, so be prepared. My car was a write-off, which is kind of sucky. Sad. Yeah, quite sad. Um, yeah, and I'm still that's still a little bit suspect to me because there was no like engine damage. So I'm like, mm. anyways, it is what it is. Yeah, we move currently. It is what for it is. Car. If anyone is um, giving away cars, call hit me up. Um, but yeah, Slide into so her that DMs. Was a, that was a formative experience. Interestingly enough, though, sorry to go on and on, but just in terms of like traumatic experiences and stuff, and specifically car accidents, like it's one of the number one things that people, you know, struggle with. Yeah. And I was chatting to my psychologist, and she said, like, because she said it's very natural to have dreams afterwards. And I did actually have two dreams of car accidents um, the two weeks after. Um, but she said that's normal. But if it persists more than six weeks, then you most likely have PTSD. But sure. they say that the most important thing in most traumas, unless it's a trauma where you can't necessarily do this, is try and metaphorically and literally get behind the wheel as soon as possible. Mm. And so, like, if you've been in a car accident, because I have a friend who was in a car accident and I don't think she's driven in a year. And really? I so, yeah, I feel so terrible for her. Yeah. Um, but they often say that, like, the sooner you can face your fears and get behind the wheel, the better it is long term. So mm. I kind of didn't have a choice, which is why I did. But, yeah, if you've been through something yeah. really difficult, like, yeah, even like a, a death of someone in a specific place and then you just avoid that place at all costs, it's not good for your mental health long term. So fun mm. trauma facts. On trauma facts with Sarah. Okay, I think for me, the next thing I want to speak about is I have been struggling a bit. I'm always struggling, apparently. Um, it's okay. With, Life is a struggle. It is. Um, with health anxiety. So I'm like, I'm sure everyone gets this, but I'm the kind of person, and this also runs in my family, is that we get very like anxious about our health and there'll be at least... A few times a year where I convince myself that I have cancer, like 100%. Mm. Um, which Your is parents stupid, aren't a like that, hey. Have you met my dad? Really? He's very much like that, yeah. Never known that about Simon. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, whenever something happens with us kids, um, like, if I have a cough or whatever, my dad will, like, oh, do you need to go to the hospital? Because, you know, but like, I think of my lung because thing. Because the fact that your lung collapsed, there's kind of like an explanation. It's not like he's just. Yes. But he is also. No. Hypochondriac sometimes. No, he's not a hypochondriac, but, like, he's. We, yeah, we don't mess around with, like. Okay. That's not a bad thing. Health. Yeah, but it's all. Yeah. Mm. At the same time, um, you're like, Dad, I pay for my own medical aid now, so. You can take me I to the doctor if you want. Oh, don't I you? I don't pay for my own medical aid. No, no, no. But, but I do pay for like all my doctor's appointments because they don't pay for anything. That's the thing. <laughs> you should do an episode um, so, on health system. Screwing ugh, so over. stupid. So yeah, I'd be go through that. So like there'll be times where I'm literally just like feeding stuff on my neck and then I'm like, oh yeah, that's a lump for sure. And then I tell my mom and she's like, no, I think that's literally just a vein. <laughs> yeah, your mom's, a, like, your mom's a nurse oh, no. and probably the... The more yeah. like calm one. Yes. So Shame, yeah, so I've been yeah, so it sucks. And I have to just kind of get myself to not think that way. But then I'm thinking, okay, what if I doubt my not doubt myself, what if I question myself so much that like if I do have something wrong with me and then I don't go to the doctor because I think I'm being silly, you know? It's like that kind of hundred percent. That kind of thinking. I think what's difficult about your health 
um, because I don't think I have that to that extent, but it's like our bodies are actually so complex that it is so mm. difficult to figure out is this thing that's happening why this other thing is happening or they're not related. So for example, ugh, I don't even think this is TMI at this point in this podcast, but I'm currently on, I think day 56 or day 57 of my cycle and I still haven't gotten a period. Rough. And... So there's that. But then, as you know, I've been struggling with my skin and I've never struggled with my skin. And I think it's getting a little bit better. But it's yeah. like, okay, is my period the reason for my skin? Or is my skin as a result of like, even like the water changing, like you said, like the fact that mm. I, it started when I moved. But then it's like my skin could be a result of stress. So could my period. And it's like all over the place. And it's like you physically can't be going to the doctor every second day about something no and like yeah. the thing is you google and they give you like the worst of the worst you're dying <laughs> yes so you're I dying know, it's very it's it is very difficult to yeah in this world. <laughs> i know and it's like I don't know, you hear so many stories of people going to the doctor just for like a regular checkup and then mm -hmm. they find out, oh, flip, I have this disease and I would never have known if yeah. I didn't go to the doctor. Anyway, no, it is just very annoying. And I'm yeah, ultimately, it's okay. Most things are as a result. Well, most things for me, everything that goes wrong with me is usually as a result of stress. Like if I'm getting sick, mm. it's probably because I was stressed and like tired. Um, if your eyes like, start twitching I, uncontrollably. <laughs> It does. It does. It's very annoying. Um, I've had a sore back as well. Aww. Stress. And like, then it's like, it's is my lower back sore or have, do I have kidney failure? Like, I've literally thought that before because that was last year. My lower back was so sore and I thought, yeah, I, I I my think kidneys I are probably failing this. me right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you've had a lung collapse. So it's like, is it that fall? There's probably that. Yeah, it's not yeah I, I, th I do think it's some trauma from that experience in my life. Day. Yeah. Uh -oh. Anyway. Oh, we love we it. We moved. Okay. Yeah. On that note, how has your general mental health been? Yeah. Well, okay. I would say that I'm fairly, like, I'm fine. Fine. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> apart from the whole, like, lack of motivation and self-doubt thingy yeah. with my thesis I'd say overall I can still enjoy life mostly um except a few days before my period and then I think that I'll never be happy again <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I've spoken about that before yes. <laughs> um but yeah it's all right I think I mean we were chatting about this the other day between each other but we can also talk a bit sure, about, sure. about it now because I think many people will relate and it's mm -hmm. just this I feel like both of us we've like said we've been feeling very lazy at the moment like mm -hmm. just very difficult to get going in the day spending a lot yeah. of time on our phones and I've been feeling that way for quite a while and you know I had to delete certain social media apps because I get stuck in a cycle and then I just mm -hmm. go on to the next social media app oh, so <laughs> I think what's frustrating is I also like I spend an a stupid amount of time on my phone doing absolutely nothing it's not even like I'm scrolling to the point where it's un I don't even know how to explain it because like I'll spend an hour on my phone and I'll walk away and I'm like I saw nothing nothing literally there I don't was even nothing remember what I saw yeah so yeah I know exactly what you mean and interestingly enough like 
I've just been like beating myself up so much because like on the two days that I can actually sleep in, I will sleep until like half past 11. And oh, hectic. It's like... That's half the day gone, yeah. That's how I feel. So then I feel awful. Then it's like I struggle to actually get done. And then I'm like, Zora, why are you so lazy? Because it's not like I need the physical rest. You know what I mean? I'm not like working this job where it's super high power and I'm under so much anxiety and I'm working till 12 that's not the case you know and I'm not a student Mm -hmm. anymore so like I don't stay up doing essays till ridiculous hours yeah um and I was actually I was speaking to my psychologist and she said it's not so much laziness it's probably just like a downturn in your mood so she's like you have to force Mm -hmm. yourself to get up Zara ask a friend to phone you awake and make sure you stay awake um because she's like that's kind of how depressive episodes start where you just feel the need to sleep in and you feel lazy but it's not so much a laziness more than an apathy Um, yeah exactly so if anyone's feeling like that just know you're not alone and I think the way to combat it is like even just telling you how I feel last week it just like like Mm. she just like sent along whatsapp um, and yeah. then just saying it out loud actually made me feel, yes. feel better. So sometimes you just yeah. need to vent. But yeah. I think lots of us feel that way. Mm. Um, I find, um, yeah, I mean, I also have just been struggling to get out of bed. Not so much in the days where I actually have to go to work because then I feel yeah. like... so during the week, I wake I up get and up, I'm like, cool, I go to I'm work. done. Yeah. Yeah. But then every other day, I'm like, oh my God gosh I can't get out of bed I just want to lie in bed and then Mm -hmm. my dog Peggy comes into my room and she lies on my bed with me and then we have a little nap together and I actually just need to get out of bed though yeah (laughs) she's very cute but she is very cute yeah I find and I was saying this to you as well but I'm very much I've been in this sort of mentality where it's like all or nothing right so if I don't get working at let's say 10 o'clock in the morning which is late for some people but that's usually when I that's when I want to be working. Yeah. So if I'm not working by 10, then I'm like, well, there's actually no point in me doing anything. I've wasted so much time already. So I might as well mm-hmm. just like not, um, which is obviously a very stupid thing to do. Yeah. But, you know, it's once you get into that mindset, it's like really, really difficult to break out of it. Yeah. And so sure. I've had to sort of tell myself, you know, it's not about, it's when not about perfection. It's about or... consistency, yeah. you know? So even if I'm, even if I only start working at like 12, right? Even if I only do one hour of work on my thesis, that is it's so much something. better than not doing anything. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, cool. what else can you tell us? Um, um, well, basically, uh, okay, well, we're talking about phones. So yes. let's get talking about social media. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, I am yeah, so yeah. tired of america (laughs) yeah yes yes of course um but mostly like people are so i think the term is chronically online oh my gosh yeah so i will sometimes like i will be scrolling on tiktok having a good time you know literally just entertaining my stupid little brain and don't speak to yourself like that you have a big brain (laughs) A smart big brain. Yes. Um, and, you know, someone will post, let's say, a TikTok or someone will post something on Instagram or Twitter and you'll get these comments, right? And they're like, this is offensive because da, 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 you didn't say this particular mm-hmm. thing. And I'm like, 
why can't people, obviously, unless they're being completely offensive, why can't people just say what they want and not have to think about literally every single nuance yeah. about every single topic? That is exhausting. For sure. And I just feel like, exhausted. I feel like that. I like genuinely get worked up. Like two recent experiences was I actually sent it to you. So Jensen Arnold, the dancer, she recently had a baby. And yeah. she like she's shared her whole pregnancy birth journey. Like that's a part of her brand, if you will. Um, mm. And so she was breastfeeding, but you could literally see nothing. You could, ju- you knew that the baby mm. was feeding, but you couldn't even see like any of her boob really. And like people yeah. like sent her DMs, like who goes and DMs someone saying like, this made me feel uncomfortable or this was inappropriate. And I'm like, don't I watch mean, then. Yeah. I just got out of it. And then, yeah. oh my gosh, another dancer with me that I follow um she took a picture with her baby he's like I think he's like almost two um and they were on a lake or whatever and people were commenting and I've seen this before they're like oh why can't she put a life jacket on her baby and she's so irresponsible and I'm like do you really think that you care more about that baby's safety than the baby's mother Mm -hmm. I'm just like and then I know it's like Zara like get over it but I get so angry (laughs) I know. And it's like when you're really like, in a bad mood, it's like, <laughs> like I see people post things about like climate change being fake and like the most bizarre things. And I remember I complained to you. I'm like, Danielle, I don't have time. And I sent it to someone else and their response was, I just need to go and leave and go far away. And your response was just then follow. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you get so yeah. angry. But genuinely... No, I, I get the same. And like, I've been through many stages in my life. Like, I'll be following someone or friends with someone, but mostly like I'll, like, I'll follow someone and then they'll say something that really irritates me. And I'm like, okay, whatever it is, what it is, they're allowed to have their opinions. But I find sometimes just, and I've said this so many times, the best option is sometimes just to unfriend or unfollow mm-hmm. because you're not obligated to follow anyone, actually. No. Like, you don't have to. No one cares. In the greater scheme of things, it means nothing. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And I like think you don't want to feel bitter towards a person yeah. because of things they post on social media. You no, know? it doesn't so like I find like necessarily determine who they are as a person. Um, yeah. You know, it's not like it completely ruins everything good about them just because you maybe sit on different pages with things. Exactly. And something I've learned, I've never been like an avid comment, commenter, commenter, commentator, yes. as in commenting on people's posts. But yes. especially during the pandemic, like I would like comments mm-hmm. like when certain things oh, so would I. yeah and I've kind of just learned to like let it slide like I'll vent mm-hmm. to a person and then just let it slide because at the end of the day it's yeah. that person's social media if they're not causing mm-hmm. any like super direct harm then you know I don't know I've kind of just gotten to that to that point yeah yeah you've got to look after your own mental health and if you're feeling like every time you go on Facebook or Instagram and you feel like irritated yeah. Like that's not a good thing, you know? For sure. So For sure. think about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe this will be a nice little positive update from me. Um, yes. This is not relatable to anyone else except for me and my family, but we went on a really, really nice holiday. <gasps> the elephants. To, we can even yes, just post a picture to, of an elephant on our Instagram to make people smile. We can. I think we, we should. should. Yeah. Um, so we went up to the Manialetti Game Reserve, which is basically, mm, I actually, I'm 
I'm not good at geography, so I'm not going to tell you where it is. But basically, it's it's okay. So it's part of Kruger in the sense that the animals can go back and forth. But like Manialeti is its own game reserve, so humans can't go back and forth. Humans. So the history of Manialeti, if you're interested, and this is what the game ranger told me so if it's false then it's not my fault um <laughs> but basically the kruger national park was created i can't remember what year but a very long time ago um and it was made to be like a reserve for white people right so then the manuleti game reserve was then created as its own little game reserve for people like me. people who were not white yeah people uh, like black people you know people apartheid who are me things, whatever which, that means <laughs> whatever i am Check yeah. our racism episode, so, guys. Check our racism episode. Amen to that. Um, and then when apartheid ended, then they kind of put the parks together, but they're still, like, separate. Yes. You know? But everyone can go to every park, which is Praise so nice. <laughs> yes. But it was uh, really wonderful, and we stayed in this um, camp called the Mantobeni Honey Guide Camp, which is really cool. Cute. And I showed you lots of pictures yes. because it's an open camp so the animals can actually just come back and forth there's no so fences beautiful. um so like elephants would come and drink out of the pool and there were elephants like really <laughs> close to our tents which was a bit scary but you just keep your distance uh, and they're fine yeah. we saw amazing animals and yeah it's so cool to see like god's creation but just there's not, like, so many humans and houses everywhere. You know yes, what I'm saying? It's literally like, sure. oh, this is what he created South Africa to look like. Yeah, so for sure. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you have uh, another have update for me? Two more things. Three more. Two more. Okay. okay so the one cool. is, this is just an encouragement to all my Jesus-loving people, is I find, and I think you can find this it's a little bit more when you're in full-time ministry, but any kind of ministry that you're involved in, like you can't see things on spreadsheets, you know? And so it's kind of like, I'm like, am I even making a difference? Especially even if you're not in ministry and you're like, I'm supposed to be building the kingdom, but like, I just go to work every day. Like, am I being like, yeah. a significant contributor? Um, and I don't know, the Lord just kind of reminded me that it's, it's like, he does the work and we just like yeah. need to be faithful. And so... That's mm. been a good reminder for me as of late. Like, it's not about church yes. attendance. It's not about, um, like, tangible things that you can see immediately all the time. Like, God does mm. things, and we don't always see them. So, that is a little encouragement. You that. And it's all about the way you live. I always find, you for know, sure. like, there is worth in, like, sharing um, about Jesus or about God. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, like, a lot of people who don't know Jesus or, like, who aren't a Christian, like, they kind of know the story. You yeah, know? they don't and want like, you to, like, be like, so let me tell you about Jesus. All these, I mean, sure, it works like, sometimes. Cool, I know about that. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's worth in it. But it's ultimately, like, how you live and, yeah. like, are you reflecting? Are you living in a way that, like, Jesus lived? Yeah. You know, ultimately, it's about that. And believe me, that is very difficult. Yeah. Um, we For all... Sure struggle and there's so many times where I'm simply not feeling in a friendly mood so I yes. don't talk to people yes introvert just you know introvert things but also not really it's just <laughs> shy things I guess yeah I get you um, I get you yeah the one thing though that I recently it's my new saying is the gospel doesn't take root 
through conferences. The gospel takes root through relationship. Yeah. Like some people can be all in the mood because there's so many people and the aircon is blowing and the lights are down low and the music's good. And it's like, I love Jesus. (laughs) And then they walk out and it's like, yeah. 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 I know what you mean. (laughs) Okay. Do you have anything else? Well, basically, I just wanted to speak about things that I've been watching. Ooh, um, yes. Yeah. Guess who's on season so, unfortunately, three of Gilmore Girls. Are you? Yes. I'm so proud of you. Yes. I was really scared that you were going to watch like a few episodes and be like, Danielle, I don't like this. So I, I don't. I'm forcing you. It's like not my favorite show ever, but what I like about it is it's easy watching. Yeah. Especially for someone who watches serial killer documentaries. So you're already like not in a great space emotionally. Like it's probably not feeding your yeah. soul. Um, yeah. But I, what I like about it is that it's just like very easy watching. Like I can put it on while I'm doing stuff. And it's mm. like wholesome. It's, it's like wholesome. properly exactly. wholesome. So. Yeah. yeah. I My favorite thing about Gilmore Girls is like the dialogue. There's like yes. so many times I'm literally Lola, like. The things what? she says. Like the fact that she'll make like a super like poignant pop culture reference, but then she'll be talking about like funny girl and like when her and her ex-boyfriend had like an argument, they were speaking about, like the argument about maturity turned into an argument about how it's like, but you like this kind of band. It's like three or four of the same chords over and over and over again. And then slap like a sing slap it on a single. And it's like this life-changing song and that's stupid and it's like their whole argument <laughs> when they use like music as a metaphor for their uh, irritation with each other it's so good i know yeah it's very clever yeah, but yeah it's sure. like not it's also not my favorite show ever but like it's so wholesome yeah and like i said i watched it i benched it last year when i had covid so it accidentally became like a comfort show for me yeah. so at the beginning of this year i was feeling like stressed I just put on Gilmore Girls, and I was like, wow. I love it. This is so comforting, actually. I love it. Yes, for sure. Anyway, so Stranger Things Season 4 came out, and it was wonderful. I loved it. Was it? Um, I heard it was, like, scarier than other seasons. Is scarier the word? Okay. Yeah, I think that's a word. So here's the thing, right? Like, I almost think of it like, you know, like in Harry Potter... It starts it gets, off like pretty oh, wholesome word. and then it gets darker. Yes. And like even it's like the, pretty much the, the same thing. Even the um falter <laughs> gets darker. Yes. No, <laughs> exactly. Um yeah. But I also think people have kind of forgotten how scary Stranger Things was from the beginning. So obviously like it like the vibes do feel different because I mean in season one the kids were all like twelve years old and now they are much older. Yeah. Um but I rewatched all of it after watching the first part of season four because it came out in two parts. And I rewatched all of it and I was like, you know what? Stranger Things, like, it's kind of a horror show. I mean, okay. it's wholesome, but it's also like, it's, it is scary. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what happens because I still want you to watch it at some point. But um, okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it is just a very good show. But. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like the ending of season four. I personally liked it. I think it leaves a lot because there is one season left, I think, season five. Okay. Um, so a lot of people are like, oh, season four felt so unfinished. And I'm like, yeah, because there's season five coming, you silly people. Yes. Um, but yeah, I loved it. And I also watched um, Succession and that I watched is on that Showmax. Is the show that your dad said you must watch, but there's so much swearing? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, I watched it. There is a lot of sh swearing. Okay. Sh what swearing. is brilliant? What is brilliant about Succession? And like, listen here, I'm not recommending that anyone goes to watch it. So in case anyone says, oh, Danielle, are you making people fall? I'm not. I'm not recommending anything. No. Um, <laughs> um, what is so brilliant about the show, though, is that they've taken these characters. We're literally... I, I don't think there's a single, like, likable character in that show. We love that. And, like, they're all a bad mess. people. Yes. But, like, the, like, they were just written so brilliantly yeah. that it's like, wow. You know, you just... It's like a train wreck and you kind of just have to watch it. I you think know? what I enjoy, I enjoy shows where there's not a clear protagonist per se. Yeah. And even the protagonist is mm -hmm. like morally, like, Yeah, suspect. morally grey. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it just feels like it's more of a reflection of real life. Like, no, they're not villains per se. Yes. But they make mistakes, mm -hmm. which is, like, we make mistakes. So. Yeah. 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 I get yeah, you. It's a very, it's a good show. It's not morally good per se but like you don't watch it and want to become like the characters yes so it's kind you. of showing you what not to do okay cool well there's a lesson <laughs> anyway, in that yeah. there's a lesson <laughs> love that um and then another thing and i actually i always say people interact and they never do um so hear this as my begging and pleading with you <laughs> to send us dms comments on youtube and on instagram at in other words underscore podcast um yes but i was thinking about it and i feel like i'm not like a long distance relationship pro but a lot of relationships especially when you leave school like there's a certain level of intentionality that is required in order to stay friends with people and so mm. i'm interested to know like how people deal with that and how it's like you choose to kind of let a friendship be seasonal and move on or like how much work things like that take so I'd be interested to know if that's something that people are interested in and if they have any input yeah that'd yes. be a good episode um I think I could learn a lot from that because yeah friendships are really difficult to keep up when you're not seeing people for sure you know but don't don't yeah. you guys fear Danielle and I are still besties even though I'm so far away Exactly. Yes. I think that they actually, so I'm, I'm going to be home in September, whoop whoop, for a week. And then I actually think that I'm probably going to arrive in November on your birthday. It's looking like my flight will be the 30th. So we'll just. What a great day. A great that's a wonderful day. day. Yes. Yeah. But I think that's kind of I all want to do. That I have to say. Sorry. You want to do? Yeah. I don't think I have anything else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to do the wine tramp for my birthday. It's so much fun. Do you know that my mom was actually saying the same thing? She's like, we should do it when really? you're here. Um, I'll do it twice. No problem. <laughs> I just invited Perfect. myself to your birthday. You're welcome. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I don't have anything else to discuss either. Um, I was going to chat maybe about the books I've been reading, but I think we can save that for when we actually do our book yes. episode. Because I want to do that this yes. season. I... So Zara, start reading books. I read a book a month. Um, Good. Yes, this month is the only month where I've not read and completed a book. And I'll tell you why. Because this month, Sean and I decided to read the same books. So, like, at the same mm. pace. Oh, that's cute. And trying to coordinate that is just, like, a little bit of a mission. Um, yeah. So, I was like, you ruined my whole system. And he's like, babe, think about it literally. By the end of the year, you'll reach 12. Because whenever we finish it... Like, there'll be a month where you finish two books. So, yes. But I yes. am starting Basil Sparks Unshackled 
on Monday and nice. I'm very excited. Yes. Good. That'll be my awesome. promotion next episode. It'll be Basil's book. <laughs> nice. Well, hopefully it's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe I should wait. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. This, I don't know if you loved this episode, but just trust us when we say this is a lot better than the first time we tried to record this episode. <laughs> It, it was, was so, so much bad. better. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it was I, not a good time. No, I would have cancelled us after that episode. Not because it was scandalous, cancelled. but because it was so boring and dumb. So boring. Like, I don't think, uh, yeah, with that episode, we're not allowed to be podcast no. hosts and release that kind of episode. No, no thank you. <laughs> Let that just be a message to you guys that we actually care about the content we put out there. We do care. Yes. You wouldn't think so, maybe, no. but we do. <laughs> Okay, guys. Right. Well, let us know what you want to hear from us this season because um, we'll start releasing mm -hmm. while we're still planning and doing the season. So we'll hopefully get. Yes. And some of you, a lot of you sent in a bunch of music for us to listen to and review. Yes. Like, how many songs did we get, dude? Like, it was, I feel like it was over 30 for so many. Uh, so, yeah, like it was a flippant long playlist that we've had to put together and we'll probably cut it short. But don't worry, that episode's coming. So we're excited. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a while though, unfortunately. Yes. But but it, it'll be there. It'll, it'll be, be there. fun. We won't let you down. Yeah. Unless we hate your music, okay. then I'm sorry. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so what's our outro? Um, oh. oh yes. Remember sharing, sharing is, is caring. caring. So share this so, podcast. In with, other words. Yes, in other words. <laughs> share this podcast <laughs> with everyone you know. Yes. Amen to Wonderful. that. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.